Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode eight of the Training with Tucker podcast. My name is Tucker Gross. I am an endurance athlete, and I'm also a coach. I started this podcast to put out short weekly episodes on a variety of different training topics to help athletes out there improve and have a deeper understanding of how to train. Thanks to everyone who has downloaded and listened, as well as given reviews, ratings, and feedback on my previous episodes. I've been running for as long as I can remember, and I've been coaching runners for the past two years. I get asked all the time about proper running form, and so today I'm going to talk to you about running form. I do want to say that I'm not a physical therapist or exercise physiologist, so take what I say with a grain of salt. I encourage you to consider getting a gait analysis from a professional in the field. Oftentimes, there are areas of weakness that can be strengthened or limitations that can be worked on to safely improve your running form. I will include a link to set up a free discovery visit with Prehab, who is the group that I use for myself and my athletes for gait analysis and orthopedic assessments. But now let's get into the show. First off, and I want to be really clear on this, there is no single right way to run. Everybody is different, we are all built differently, move differently, and therefore we all run in our own unique way. However, there are some ways that you can improve how efficiently you run to spend less energy at a given effort and also move in a way that minimizes injury risk. Running is a high impact activity. With each foot strike, roughly 8 to 10 times your body weight is the amount of force that travels through your lower legs and dissipates up the chain. If there are any inefficiencies in your stride, those forces may be absorbed in ways that over time will put you at risk for injuries such as stress fractures and joint problems. One thing I want you to implement into your running right away is a focus on landing softly on the ground and keeping your ground contact time as quick as possible. By focusing on quick, light ground contact, you are more likely to roll over the ground instead of landing heavy decelerating, and then having to get yourself moving again. One way you can check yourself on this is by listening closely for any sound you make when your feet contact the ground. You want to focus on pulling the ground underneath you instead of what many runners do, which is to land in a way that they reach for the ground and then end up creating friction and essentially breaking, slowing down on each foot strike. Not only is this inefficient for running, but also leads to higher impact stress and forces going through the body. If you hear your feet scuffing the ground at all when you run, try to work on this by thinking of your legs and feet as wheels rolling over the ground instead of planting your feet each time they come in contact with the ground. This is also a sign that you are likely overstriding. Overstriding is when your foot is striking the ground in front of your center of mass, which is inefficient and puts you at a higher risk for injury as forces are absorbed more by joints and bones instead of muscles and connective tissues. And this leads me into my second point on running form, which is to focus on landing under your center of mass. There's a lot of talk out there in the running world about proper foot strike and whether heel striking is bad or if more of a midfoot or forefoot strike is better. I personally believe that a midfoot strike is the most ideal, but as I've said, everybody is different. Heel striking means your heel is the first part of your foot to contact the ground as it does when you walk. And the concern with heel striking is that it often means you are overstriding, which as I mentioned, is not ideal. The concern with a forefoot strike is that it puts a lot of added stress on your Achilles tendons and calves. 
And so that's why I recommend the midfoot strike, even though I'm a forefoot striker. But in my opinion, as long as you are landing with your foot as close as possible to underneath your center of mass and your foot is fairly flat at impact, you're good. When you run, you want to have a slight forward lean. You can practice this by standing still, leaning forward from the ankles, and once gravity starts to pull you forwards, you take a couple running strides. Ideally, you want to be able to take a freeze frame picture from the side when you're running, and at full extension, you should be able to draw a straight line from your foot through your head. In addition, you want to make sure that you have your core engaged when you run and you rotate your arms from the shoulder, driving your arms forward and backward, and avoid crossing your hands through the midline on your chest to minimize over-rotation of the trunk. The last piece that I want to talk about is cadence. And again, similar to foot strike, there's a lot of talk in the running community about the right cadence. And the truth, again, is that everybody is different. The reason why a cadence of 80 to 90 steps per foot per minute is said to be ideal is that it helps to avoid overstriding and striking the ground in front of your center of mass. If you don't have a cadence of 80 to 90 steps per foot per minute, that's okay. You can practice this periodically during a run for a minute here and a minute there and get more comfortable with a higher cadence. Don't go out and try to run the entirety of your next run at a higher cadence than you are comfortable with right now. Be patient and this will change over time. So to recap, you want to be quick and light on your feet. Focus on striking the ground as close as possible to under your center of mass so that you're not overstriding. You can work on having a midfoot strike, but don't worry too much if you don't. Have a slight forward lean, engage the core, and drive the arms forward and the elbows backward. And aim to have a cadence of roughly 80 to 90 steps per foot per minute. But now let's get into how you can actually improve your form. I don't want you to go out and try to change how you run overnight. Definitely don't watch another runner or a YouTube video and try to mimic someone else's running stride. You are your own person. Don't try to run like anybody else. That doesn't mean you can't aim to improve your running form. You just need to view it as a process. The best ways to improve your running form is by doing drills and strides a couple times a week. I will link a video in the show notes with some form drills you can incorporate into your training, and I'll go over a few now. You can work on your knee drive by doing high knees and A skips. You can work on your heel lift by doing butt kicks or step overs. You can improve your ground contact time by doing B skips, bounding, and strides. I recommend doing drills and strides two to three times per week, either before a workout or after an easy run. For strides, I recommend doing four to six of 10 to 30 seconds, gradual acceleration up to a pace that feels fast but controlled. Focus on your form during these strides and think about the tips I mentioned, quick and light on the feet, rolling over the ground, foot strike under your center of mass, and so on. You can do strides on flat ground or uphill. Doing hill strides or hill repeats is a great way to work on your form as you need to lift your knees higher to climb uphill and also need to recruit more muscle fibers to get the necessary propulsion to move upwards. You can also work on your form by doing some static stretching after your runs as well as things like yoga to improve your range of motion which will help with developing more efficient form. I hope you learned a thing or two and enjoyed this one. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, please leave a review and a rating and share this with anyone who you think would benefit from hearing this. Check out my website at trainingwithtucker.com and feel free to reach out to me at tuckergrosscoaching at gmail.com. Make sure you hit subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode and I look forward to bringing you more information to help you become the best version of yourself.